Hey, good news. We're doing round two of Comedy Fantasy Camp. I'll be there. Jay Leno's coming back. John Lovitz, Caroline Ray, Trevor Wallace, and many, many more. February 29 through March the 3rd. And this time, we're all getting down at the world-famous Comedy Store. This will sell out as the last one did. Get your tickets now. Go to ComedyFantasyCamp.com for more information or give them a call. 888 762 2263. Join Adam Carolla and Jay Leno for Comedy Fantasy Camp Part 2. Call 888-762-2263, 888-762-2263, or visit ComedyFantasyCamp.com. Globally, humans are facing massive problems that are widely ignored by governments and the media. Like personal space invaders. I had it with these couples that sit on the same side of the booth. Yak mouths. Stupid stick figure bumper stickers. Almond milk. You cannot milk an almond. Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Angie. We call her Pumps, and we're the hosts of I've Had It. Pumps, tell the listener where they can find us. Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nailed it. See you next Tuesday. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Corolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. Dr. Drew's board-certified physician, addiction medicine specialist. Sue, do a little hot love boat talk if you don't mind. You good for that? Yeah, I I haven't been keeping up. Oh, damn. Well, but I've seen every Love Boat episode. Oh, you mean you haven't done your deep dives and stuff when you watch them? What does keeping I, up mean for you? I've seen every okay. episode okay. of the Love Boat, right. but I haven't been keeping up. Got it. You've studied uh, chemistry. Yes, yes. But you haven't taken a quiz well, no, it's lately. Like, it's like I went to the lectures, but I haven't been keeping up. Yes. No, it's like saying... You learned all this stuff at some point, but you're not current. You're not currently Got studying it. it. Got it. I thought that well, was clear. On the latest episode, mm-hmm. uh, Arthur Godfrey is on that. Did you mm. see that one with the with the mini pearl? He was the. They were from the old folks' home, and yeah, I mm-hmm. did a deep dive on him. Mm. And I'm just curious, when you saw him, did you have a reaction all to him? Did you know him from our days in the early 60s and 70s television? I guess I would have to see a photograph of him to see like, if Can you put elicit, Arthur Godfrey up? It elicited like, a like, response like, from me. From the 70s, you know. Well, he was sort of kind of like Charles Nelson Riley. He was on a bunch of stuff back then. Uh, yeah, day, yeah. You know? um, and... God damn it, his Wikipedia page was like 40 pages long. Yeah. And I started thinking, he had a famous radio show and conflicts and scandals and this and that. I No idea. And I started thinking about all the stuff that you miss culturally if you didn't live through it. There's so much stuff that gets left behind. I, I, I remember my father talking about like certain, you know, big band singers and stuff. Like, you know how that is? He's a movie star, too. Is I uh, Dick Heyman or something. I'm like, oh, there's Arthur Godfrey. Does that look familiar? Yeah, kind of. I mean, obviously, this is 15 years before The Love Boat. Yeah. He, by um, the way, was another one dead a couple of years after The, the Love Boat. Yeah, they died right after they went on yeah. The Love Boat. Uh, but, I, yeah. But I had a couple of reactions. One was he moved... 
I thought about how, uh, what was that movie about the mobsters uh, with uh, some of the old, that Scorsese did with some of the older actors. Anyway, they, they did some sort of Drew CG. Never, d- never writes anything down or does his homework. He Irishman? Talks. Irishman. They did some sort of CGI with the actors. And mm-hmm. when they're in fights, the one thing that struck me was, oh, they don't move like young men. <laughs> they, just, mm-hmm. they move like old men mm-hmm. where their joints don't quite move right and stuff. Mm-hmm. Arthur Godfrey moved like a young man at, at 75 or whatever he was, 72 mm-hmm, in this thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, what, what is that? He's, he's like getting around. I, I guess he had sort of a song and dance background. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting how people can kind of keep it. Well, but I mean, not no, no, better than that, trust a, me. No, it's an interesting point yeah. because when I was watching the Partridge family and um, – I told you that, uh, oh, God, we were talking about him. It's stupid of me, but uh, the Scarecrow. Yeah, Bob Bolger, Ray Bolger. Ray Bolger. Ray Bolger was older when he did the, the Partridge family. He was, like, jumping out of the back of a pickup truck and yeah. kind of moving around, he and he looked real yeah. spry, yeah. you yeah. know, and for a 68-year-old guy or yeah. whatever it is, he yeah. moved well. And I remember sort of taking notice yes. that I was like, this guy's old, and he moves well. It's it's striking when you, and, if you pay attention. And when you see it, it's like it, it gets you. Right. So there is something to being the song and dance, or at least the dance. Having some dance, yeah. Having some dance and yeah. that kind of coordination and control and rhythm and yeah. stuff. And, and doing it for prolonged periods of time, you move pretty pretty well. Yeah. Like it, it and it's and it's also a kind of a Repetition thing, yeah. like I, I shadow box, you know, I don't know, twice a week or something, something like that. But I was thinking about it the other day, uh, and I was like, as I'm, you know, knocking on the door of sixty, I was like, my hands move pretty good. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't punch like a like an old man, mm-hmm. you know. But it's it's just doing it, you know, periodically and, or semi consistently, and not having joint problems. Oh yeah, but but a lot of muscle memory. Yes, yes, I too, agree. But which so those guys could move when they were older yes. with that muscle memory. Hundred percent. Yes. Hundred percent. So mm-hmm. that, it's just odd, and um, yeah, it, it just struck me as interesting. You know, we we talk about things you and I, and we're always sort of amazed when the staff here doesn't know what we're talking about. It's like, yes. oh my gosh. But there there is this phenomenon where things were so important in the time, and they don't carry forward. Yes, but but by the same token, there are things that do carry forward or do have a life of their own going forward, and it's, and it's un, sort of canny. Like, I, I, you know, maybe it's a maybe it has to do with a negative and a positive thing. Like, it's it's 2024. We've never talked more about Hitler or slavery. Yeah, we never stop talking about Hitler and slavery. I don't I don't think Joe Biden makes a speech that doesn't involve. Hitlerian, whatever, or slavery. We, 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 when it would come up in the 70s, it was to make fun of. It was mocking. Yeah. It was yeah. Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, and then by the time the 90s came around, like it just didn't come up. At all. Uh, well, it was like— No, it really didn't come up. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like we would, You wouldn't talk about slavery like you wouldn't talk about the Merrimack and the Monitor. You know, there's, Anyone know what the Merrimack and the Monitor is? All right. Oh, system please, fail, has please, failed, yeah. please. A little like, Civil War history. You know, but see, that's not. I wasn't born then either. There, there, there are things people. Go, I'm not old like you, pops. Yeah, except for they're just shit you learn when you're 14. That I guess we've given up on. 
they were the first like ironclad ships. And the one was on the Union side, and one was on the yeah, side yeah. Side. The first weird kind of I, I wouldn't even call, wouldn't call them swung, battleships. One but was it, almost a submarine with a cannon on the top. Yeah, but we don't talk about it. The point is, these two guys don't know what the fuck the Merrimack and the Monitor are, and is. the reason they don't know what it is is because nobody talks about it because it's a bygone era, and it doesn't really. It's neither here nor there in terms of today's shipbuilding and anything that you guys need to know. You know what I right? don't remember is uh, they, they they eventually met and one won. I think the the one with the single turret won, didn't yeah, they? Makes yeah, makes sense. I, yeah. and, uh, and also, like, old Ironside wasn't an Ironside boat. Did you know that? I, I guess I never thought. I just assumed it. Uh, no, I never, no. I think Ironside, at first off, Anyone who's worked with oak, it is fucking rock hard. Yeah, yeah. It is rock hard. I always assumed it meant the wood. Yeah, that it was Ironside is just it withstood a, it's everything. Just, it's just, you know, I think it's like a first boat that had like six inches of oak on the side of it. It's like they couldn't cannonball couldn't yeah. do anything to it. Uh. Pretty sure. Anyway, the monitor won the uh won the battle. Uh, the point is, is we didn't really need to talk about Hitler. and We didn't need to talk about slavery, just like we didn't need to talk about the Merrimack and the Monitor. Mm. It was just something that happened that we're, doesn't really affect us now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, hysterical politicians and fucking insane race hustlers never stop talking about Hitler and slavery, but it's only because they're trying to agitate the population and get votes, which is really irresponsible and kind of scary and weird. Do you think with all the anti-Semitism, we're going to see less Hitler talk? Wouldn't that be interesting? I don't know. He was a bad guy who's uh, been dead for 90 years. Uh, I don't know what else to do, 83 years or whatever it is. I I don't know what else to tell you. About Adolf it's, Hitler. It's very strange oh. how this country has brought a lot of stuff forward. Well, it's not. It's it's. Because too, post-structuralism is the other thing. A French philosophy that the French have been done with for seventy-five years, and we've decided that's the way to assess reality. Well, as we discussed in a previous show, Biden is talking about book banning. You know what I mean? Like we're getting into you know, scenes of taking the books and burning them in the town square. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what they, that's what they want. They want to live in a bygone era to scare dingbats into voting for them, but their policies suck. But don't worry, you know, the border will be porous and the schools won't work and gas will be expensive, but will not be burning any books in the town square and there'll be no rise of an Adolf Hitler who wants to return to slavery. Mm-hmm. So this, basically what I'm saying is, is look, um, vote for me. I'm not really going to do anything from a policy standpoint, but I will prevent this country from being taken over by Adolf Hitler and slavery being reinstituted mm. along with book burning. And, and and women are are the gays and women will, will have a right to choose and not be marginalized. You know, like Whoopi said. Did you see Whoopi? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great, right? All right, so he, so he won't have to round up the gays. All right, and, and the journalists now now not, and the journalists now. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything in terms of energy prices or taxation or regulation or it, that's all. You know, that'll be well. We're never going to bring it up. We're going to focus on gays being rounded up. Now, 
this is appealing to a group. I think it would have been appealing to my mom. Mm. But the problem is, is the group dwindles every year something goes by and the gays aren't rounded up. My, my daughter fell victim to it the first Trump presidency. She was right. like, my friends, what are they, they're going to get, they're going to round up. It's like, they're going to what? <laughs> Where did you get that from? Well, we might as well play it just because right. it makes uh, Whoopi seem insane. And, um, and frankly, it makes everyone at the desk seem insane because they just nod as Tucker Carlson would say, in bovine agreement. Ooh. They just nod like fucking cows, just chewing on some cud, you know what I mean? <laughs> no one raises their hand and goes, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. I'm going to be on day one, I'm going to be a dictator. Who says it to you, tells you, I'm going to put you people away. I'm going to take all the journalists. I'm going to take all the gay folks. I'm going to move you all around and disappear you. <laughs> if that's the country you want, you know who to vote for. Oh, the if that's the not, if that's yeah. not mm-hmm. the country you want, uh, you have to make a decision. Oh, man. So I'd rather have the high gas prices and the open border and the sanctuary cities in the crime if, than if, move around gay people. It, by the way, if... That was the choice. I would go for the high crime and the gas, but it's not the yeah, it's not the choice. Yeah. Nobody's moving around. Yeah. It's bizarre. Now, the other part that I am fixated on, I'll let you take care of your business there, Drew, and then right. I'll tell you what I'm fixated on. All right. This is my friends at the Wellness Company. Uh, I am part of the Chief Medical Board with Dr. Peter McCullough and other physicians who are trying to get the word out about empowering patients, empowering you to take control of your health. I noticed that um, people misinterpret what Wellness Company is all about. They do have supplements that are very well thought out and high quality, but they can have te- you can get telehealth and you can get emergency medical kits. We're going to have travel kits. These are prescription medication that you should have to use as you see fit with proper supervision and education. Almost 90% of pharmaceuticals are produced outside the U.S. Will you have what you need in the next crisis? With recent outbreaks of respiratory illness, the white lung syndrome in the U.S., you should be prepared. Our wellness company's medical emergency kit have eight life-saving medications, amoxicillin, Z-Pak, ivermectin, a guidebook for safe use. I'm just tired of trying to preserve the, the, the autonomy of physicians, we now have to give it to the patients and let them, it's so simple. I mean, it reminds me back on Loveline days when I was like, people should have this information. Why aren't people talking to young people about STDs and this thing we were calling grids? They should be talking to them. <gasps> How dare you? Well, they should have medication now too that's simple to use and people understand these things. Take control of your health with the medical, with the wellness company's medical emergency kit. Again, from tick bites to COVID to bioterror, every scenario is covered. These are common antibiotics, common medication. You should have them and keep an eye out for the wellness company. They have more coming your way of things you should have to have on hand without having to spend a ton of money interacting with the medical system. Right, Emmy? That's right. Go to twc.health/ads and grab your medical emergency kit right now. That's twc.health/ads. Code ADS saves you 10% at checkout. Don't wait until you need it. Take control of your health today with the Wellness Company's medical emergency kit. Don't you agree with me? People should have stuff. I mean, you do you, I ha- agree. Do you know how to use a Z-Pack, Adam? Are you, you you sure you know? You know, you know, doctor. You see a doctor and uh, I don't get. I don't get but why. You know what I'm saying, though. I mean, it, it's like I, I think yeah. people understand what these things are, how they work, how to use them. Just a little bit of guidance, and there's telehealth behind it if you need it. And, and there you go. We're actually getting our medical kit soon. Good. We've already ordered. Them. Excellent. Well. Done. All right. Now. Uh, one of the things that most interests me is 
um, willful misinterpretations of things that are pretty clear, mm-hmm. which I find um, fascinating. Usually hysteria, right? Uh, it's it's frustrating, but it's also kind of fascinating, and it does fall under the heading of chick think mm. a lot of the time. Although many men will definitely participate in it, because remember, you know, we live in California. We had Mayor Garcetti, chick think. We have Gavin Newsom, chick think, and now we have Karen Bass, Mayor, chick think. You know, and it's all they're all that's two out of three are dudes, but mm. they think like chicks. Mm. And they react like chicks. They they sort of that's the way they approach things. Um, process, not solution. Not uh, like, opposite of pragmatism. They like the process. Yeah. They don't like results. Are sort of neither here nor there. Yeah. But but discussion groups on it are definitely important. Yeah. So um, when people miss, you know. You know, Trump said inject bleach into your veins and, you know, good people on both sides and and all this kind of stuff. It's a willful misinterpretation by people who are in the news. Mm. Now, you could say, well, uh, Whoopi Goldberg's not a news reporter, but she has a job where she sits for an hour every day and interprets the news. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then dispatches it to a large group of people who tend to believe what she says, or at least believe she believes what she said. Um, You know, Trump from day one said he was going to be a dictator. You, uh, a nine-year-old can, if if shown the tape with Sean Hannity, can decipher that. Uh, He said he was going to be a dictator from day one, uh, but only for one day. Mm -hmm. And he was going to close the border and drill. Uh, which, by the way, two things uh, he, you, a president can do mm-hmm. without being a dictator, because uh, look no further than Biden, who opened the border and stopped the drilling. Right. So if that's dictatorial, well, then look no further than, than Biden. But so he said for one day only, and he said, I'm going to do two things that have uh, that are within the rights of a president have nothing to do with the dictator. Yeah. So um, Whoopi Goldberg Many people at MSNBC and CNN and many people on the left, reporters and politicians and the like, understood that as him saying out loud he was planning on being a dictator. Mm -hmm. Now, they don't believe it is what I'm saying. And that's the disappointing part. That's the part that I didn't really anticipate. I didn't anticipate Whoopi Goldberg making an ass of herself. You know what I mean? Like in life. I didn't, you know, and and I, I would never, never engage in that, and and I would, it would be weird to me if somebody said something that was sort of hyperbolic about, uh, oh, I wish, you know, I wish, uh, I wish this guy was dead or something. I go, he, she said he's planning on killing him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like a willful misinterpretation, yes. willful, yeah, like not, oh, I was confused. You know damn well what he said, and so does everyone who's reporting on it. And yet, you're going to twist it. Now, but you see, they don't just do it with him, though. Oh, they'll do it with anybody. Yeah. I mean, they do. No, Vivek, I, they're doing it all the time, and he and he says they're going to do it, and then they do it. Listen, the young turds, uh, <laughs> you know, said that I shouldn't. I don't believe a kid should get right. fed, you know, right, or right. What, whatever it is. I right. I couldn't in my when they were breaking down the game film. <laughs> 
They were playing audio of me saying, I don't care about the money. I want you to take care of your own children. It's That's what this is about. Yeah, it's not people, about pay. And then they'd come back to the studio and go, Adam Carolla says he doesn't want to pay. They need that's, to be mocked. They need to be mocked. Well, I just call them the young turds. Yeah. So, I don't think that's their actual name. No, it's not? No. Okay. No, they're fucking idiots. Yeah. Right. Now, the scary part is, is they're not dumb. They see, they hear a tape of me. It's all laid out. I couldn't have been clearer, and they willfully misinterpret it. But they're dumb in the sense that they physically play the tape of me saying, I don't care about the thing they're talking about. Which well, is money. Again, it's never what you say. It's always what somebody says you said. Is that some sort of debate technique or something? Where did this come from? Is it just social media creating I, that? I, what I would say is, is I think I would consider it below me to oh, do that to somebody. I would never go, I'm going to tape the young turds and try to misinterpret uh, something they said. As always, like, maybe maybe we should. Maybe it is fight fire with fire. I mean, maybe that's the only way. That's in. Well, I didn't, I didn't issue an apology. I told them to fuck right off yeah. and, and that they're hacks, yeah. but they're not journalists. And, and neither is anybody who interprets Donald Trump, regardless of what you think of Donald Trump. Right. Regardless. Yep. Um, there's a great. OK, I'll finish. Mm. Regardless of what you think of Donald Trump, anyone who interprets what he said is announcing he's going to be a dictator, you must turn in your journalistic license But he said it, tomorrow. Adam. He said it right there. You, then, I can play the tape. Sorry, for we're human beings. Yeah. There's nuance, yeah. and there's many other things that factor in. How do you in. know he doesn't mean it? He's done blah, blah, blah. He's there, is a great, there is a great clip that Emmy can find of the great John McKay, the football coach, you know. USC. Yeah. Then went on to be the first coach of whom? Hang on. I remember seeing him in the sun. So it was like, was it Colorado? Was it Denver? Was it where? The first coach. Uh, uh, an expansion team. So you can listen to him being interviewed about his. Um, Offense's performance. Buccaneers? And yes. Yeah. There you go. And he was asked about uh, the execution of his offense. Okay. It's a classic tape. Now, um, he was a funny guy. He was like a little Yogi Berra. And he, um, son was a quarterback. Wasn't J.K. McKay his son? No, his son was a wide receiver. Wide receiver. Come on. Right. You went to yeah. USC, Drew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wake up. All right. We'll find it. And then I'll, I'll explain. We'll see what Whoopi Goldberg would say about it. Um, and uh, first, I'll tell you about our friend Jordan Harbinger. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger show with the world's best counterfeiter. How long does it take to print $250 million? Five months. It needs to be worthwhile. It's going to need to be perfect. 12,500 kilos or over eight Toyota Camrys or six Ford F-150s. That is multiple metric sh tons of cash. You must have been stoked, man, because you knew you were going to put $20 bills all over all of that and then just never work again. Yes. By design, there are people specifically looking for you all the time. This is all they do. You can tell them whatever you want. 
they're not dummies. I mean, this is as high as it goes. This is top of the line. For more on how Frank Barassa printed his own fortune and got away with it, check out episode 488 on The Jordan Harbinger Show, anywhere you get your podcasts. I'm also blanking on the name of the quarterback who became the the director for uh, ac- uh, athletics at SC. Pat Hayden? Pat Hayden. Why do I know more about your alma mater than you? Dude, you get, you, yeah. here's what you don't know. I studied. No, no, no. What you don't know is you get attached to your undergraduate school. You don't, you, the graduate mm-hmm. school, you really don't get that attached to it. Mm. It's, it's interesting. Uh, oh, I, I get You get attached to Amherst. Exactly. Okay. How are you guys doing over there? How are the Lord Jeffs doing? Super well? Uh, you can't still cut checks to you, them? You, you, you can't call them the Lord Jeffs anymore. Oh, that's right. The mammoths. Because Lord Jeff there was, was yeah. a soldier of the Queen right. who invented uh, germ warfare. Sort of. I was laughing. I don't know where. I can't remember. Remember uh, five years ago, uh, the, the University of I don't know where had to move a boulder because it was racist? I, 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 I we're catch, People are catching on to this now. I've been screaming about it for a million years. Like I, Six years ago, America was like, well, maybe the boulder was kind of racist. Maybe it should be moved at great expense, this thing that people enjoyed. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, yeah, the boulder went, then the statues went, then... Oh, God. All right. John McKay. <laughs> oh, God. I just... I, I marvel, everybody. And I, and I really marveled the adults. It's like I said, whenever I hear Nancy Pelosi, when I'm talking about, you think people should be tearing down monuments and statues on their own? Like, that, 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 I don't... I'm not into... I'm, I'm not... I'm not into, into jewelry. <laughs> they're they're, they're going to do what they're going to do. I don't like They're going to do what they're going to do? Uh. People need to... Uh, like I said, like... What people needed to do was go, look, I, I vote for these people, and I like that. that, that that's a that's yeah, that's a you can't say that. answer. You can't an say no that. Answer. You're you're in a position of power. People at night are mobs are taking over these statues and tearing them. It's dangerous. They're going to do what they're going to do is, I, I, and then how would you apply that to January six? Then mm. would same answer? Just people running around, just doing what they're going to do, or maybe might have a slightly different thought, and then. Here's a bigger question. You're basically just admitting that all the people that are out tearing everything down and burning everything and tearing the statue down are your constituency. Because if you, if, if you thought for a second those were Trump voters, then you would not have that answer. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're, you're basically saying the people looting and robbing and burning uh, CNN and Nancy Pelosi, you're going, eh, those are kind of our people, so we're just going to look the other way. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, mm-mm. Not him. Mm-mm. All right. This is a famous tape. I think he's in a locker room or press conference, Emmy, if you're listening. He is asking John McKay uh, what he thought about the execution of his offense. This is his first is season. Is that findable? Was first season. Uh, we're currently searching. I'm They're currently first... looking at the Buccaneers uh, Philly postgame interview right now. Is that where it is? Uh, I'm trying to listen to it and see if they talk about it. You want me to just play for you? No, I want you to. What are you typing in? Sorry. Uh, well, it's kind of fi- hard to find just the interview itself. They have a lot of best ofs for John McKay. So yeah. I'm trying to scrub through it. It would find probably be. One. It'll be in the best ofs. Can we'll you you can't We're search uh, offensive. No. I literally searched up offensive line, yeah. execution, okay. everything. Well, don't do offensive line. Just okay. do John McKay. Offense execution joke. Gotcha. All right. 
Fair enough. But it seems like we just found a, a post-interview to scrub through, the chances of it being low. <laughs> but I'm not sure. See, I don't know how the internet works. Mm. I do walk people through what to write because I feel like whatever it is I say never fully gets converted. Yes. Is that correct? Well, I, I for instance, didn't understand it was would be would have been seen as a joke. I thought it was just him sort of being glib. I was trying to get onto it without uh, giving. Yeah. I, I, I tried to give as little away as, yeah, as yeah. possible, so that's why I didn't yeah. want to didn't want to do so it. So maybe that clouded his, his but ability. Now, is there search. somehow that's connected to the Philly game, or is that just a random? It's just a random uh, clip. I'm just trying to scrub through him. But I believe. But, but he's it, given so. oh, 200 post-game interviews, so good. the Philly thing wouldn't have been a good. Well done. Let's your time. We're watching an ad right now for the Mastro. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Did you watch Mastro? Did you watch now? It, what Mastro? what made that findable? Me saying the word joke? Actually, that's exactly what I switched out. So you said John McKay offense, offense joke execution. Oh, okay. Before it just said offense execution, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. That this is this will support my Whoopi Goldberg thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're tying it all together here. Yeah. All right. Has the maestro put his wand down? <laughs> yeah, but we're trying to find the right clip here. Sorry. Just give me one more second. Did you? I'll, listen, I'll watch anything John McKay says. And by the way, if you play his best of, it, it'll just be in the, it'll just be in his best of, real, and it's all funny. Yeah, because he was a funny coach. I remember him smiling and laughing a lot. I, I, it's funny. My memory wouldn't have put him as funny. Well, but, funny but, for a football coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so I can I can bring it back. Sorry, sound please. Tackle this poorly in football in my whole life. 27 years of coaching. That's the worst exhibition tackle. So that's what you think of your uh, professional debut. What's it like in the professional ranks? Well, we didn't block. No. But we made up for it by not tackling. Is that the joke? I don't think so. No, the joke is offensive execution. Yeah. It'll be in the thing. It's got to be. It's got to be. But he would say stuff like, well, we didn't block, but we made up for it by not tackling. Yeah, that was kind that, of funny. That was, that, that's how he, yeah. Would, yeah. he would speak. Now, that yeah. offensive execution joke has to just be there. Audio is so bad. Maybe you could tell us the joke. I'll tell you the joke, except for I know it's so findable. Uh. But nothing comes up, huh? So that was... Uh, that's what happened. So you're putting in John McKay interview. I think I know exactly what you're talking about because I see it in text. I just don't have a video for it. That's what I'm trying to oh, find. Something oh, you're trying clip. to find a vid of it. Oh. So but audio. if it's correct, I'll there's audio what I have. of it. Oh, there's audio. Okay. I don't know. Oh, throw it up. I know there is because I've You've seen Here's it. all I know. Uh, everything. <laughs> Because I've seen it all. So then I know it exists. And I used to, I get into this with Chris Here's all, all the time. He'll go, like, it doesn't. We can't find. And I'll go, I, it, you can. It does. It's there. You just the, There's something about the internet that, that I know the least about. But it's why I sort of know the most about. All right. If we have it, we'll play it. If we don't, you know, I I'll, was, I'll uh, say it. Speaking to a Detroit fan yesterday. Mm-hmm. Or not yesterday. Earlier across the weekend. Yeah, that's and, your um, mm-hmm. And... 
I was telling him about, uh, again, this is that uh, my fascination with things that don't make it into the present moment. They don't make it through history to now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was saying, you ever heard of the Paper Lion? Mm-hmm. Oh, Paper Lion? I never, never heard George of George Plimpton. Yeah, and never. I said, you need to watch the movie. And do you remember who played George Plimpton in the movie? Which I was sort of- Were you asking me? I'm wondering if you remember. Hmm. Maybe Alan Alda. Which is crazy, right? Isn't it kind of wild that Alan Alda- was in that that was was that well before Mash, right? Uh, it was before I'd say before Mash. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it was well before Mash. Okay. It was, Maybe 60, it was definitely a few years before eight, Mash. Sixty eight. I don't know. Was it? Yeah. You looked it up? Yeah. Uh yeah. He played author George Plimpton. Yeah. I, I thought I thought it was wonderful. We'd probably watch it now, not like it quite as much. Yes. But I don't I don't know. Well so wait, so I went into went down a rabbit hole on, on Alex Harris. Mm-hmm. Right, who was a famous offensive lineman or defensive lineman defensive. Uh, for for the Lions, and not, not that I went a rabbit hole on the internet, I just went a rabbit hole with this guy going. You ever heard of how Monday Night Football got going and who the players were? And, how about uh, the Mary Mac and the Monitor? <laughs> I know, Jesus I know, Christ! I know. So I literally so riddle me this. So it was Howard Cosell, right? We're, let's talk about the original. The, what made Monday Night Football a famous institution was that we're the announcers on Monday night, I would say. Mm-hmm. And the fact it was a novelty playing a game on Monday night. Yeah. And they don't know who Howard Cosell was. So we start from that. Yeah. I Listen, a lot of this stuff is, you know, plausible deniability. You know, I don't know. But, but it's also, it's like, I don't know, when I was... 17, I, I knew who Louis Armstrong was. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, I knew yes. who these people were. We kind of made it our business. And we and, all, more so, I would say, I knew who Dick Van Dyke was and Jackie Gleason. It was sort of more it, that it was, it was, But it was also a, a mindset. And I think we'll get into it in the next show. Maybe Emmy will find that clip for the next show. But before we go real quick, who was the original cast? I was trying to put it together. And, and I put it as, you tell me if this is right or wrong. Ready? Alex Harris, Don Meredith, Bob, uh, Gifford, Frank Gifford, Howard Cosell. Were there four of them? Don, Don Meredith. I don't. I cannot tell you who the first night was, and I can't remember. But I, I, I love Dandy Don. Turn out the lights. <laughs> the party's over. Was he drunk when he was doing it? He I, sounded I, it, it didn't, sometimes. You know, it didn't matter because yeah. it was freezing, and yeah. who gives a shit? And we're having fun. And were Gifford and Meredith on at the same time? That was. I, what I, was I don't of... think Gifford was there at the beginning. Okay, I don't think so. I, I have it as Howard and Dandy Don, and, and I can't and remember even the third Alex person. Harris came in a little bit later, right? Well, I don't know, Drew, because we'll have to look All it right. up for the. Right. I, I either figure it I out. Thought you knew write everything. It down. I don't remember the opening night of, well, of I, I, these people passed through the show. All right. Uh, go to amcurl.com for all the live shows coming up uh, Grand Junction, Colorado, the Mesa Theater, January 26th. Two shows, and then Estes Park, Colorado, Stanley Hotel, two shows, January 27th. Go to amcurl.com for all the live shows. What do you got, Drew? Go to drew.com. Everything is there. And uh, don't forget that streaming show, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 3 o'clock Pacific. All right. So, until next time, Adam Curl for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. 
Enjoy Christmas classics like Scrooge with Bill Murray or Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. Plus, dive into festive channels like holiday movie favorites by Lifetime or Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy our season's greetings category with nine holiday channels, including holiday movie favorites by Lifetime, Festive Fireplace, Holiday Lights, and Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never.